Welcome to a life-transforming experience with the Word of God from Bishop Napoleon Asian. Napoleon Asian is the son of Bishop Dag Heward Mills and the head of the LCI mission in Cape Town, South Africa. With about 20 years experience in ministry, Bishop Napoleon Asian has been actively involved with the work of God in Ghana, UK, and now a missionary in South Africa. He stands with his father in the ministry, teaching and emphasizing his word with extraordinary grace and faith. Join us now as he delivers the word of God under the anointing. Hallelujah! Are you excited? We're in 2023. The first link of your Sundays is today. Hallelujah! Your first Sunday, you are in church. What a blessing! Hallelujah! Second Chronicles chapter 20, verse 20. The Bible says, "Believe in the Lord your God, so ye shall be established. Believe in His prophet, so that you will prosper." Hallelujah! And our prophet has declared blessings after blessings and after blessings. The first blessings I remember yesterday, he said that um, this year is the year of thankful because why we need to be thankful because we have a blessing of not going backwards but forward only hallelujah and today he has sent one of his chosest one of his best pastors for why because god wants us to go forward god doesn't want us to go backwards his best son is in the house bishop napoleon asian be thankful put your hands together let's welcome our pastor my pastor the 95th bishop Father, we thank you, we bless you, we give you glory. What a good God you are. When we even gave up on ourselves, Lord, you were there for us. When we were wrong and we made mistakes and we couldn't bear the consequences, Lord, you comforted us by your spirit, by your word. And Lord, we are here standing in 2023 not because of our goodness or kindness but because of your loving mercies and your grace and your forgiveness we lift our hands and we declare your glory we lift our hands and we say to you alone be the praise and adoration there is no one like you lord we love you lord even in our mistakes lord our hearts and our conscience is for you don't allow us to turn to the left or the right cause us to stay on the path that you have chosen for us help us oh god in 2023 somebody lift your voice and say lord i commit 2023 into your hands i commit 2023 into your hands lord i pray for every single member those here present and those who have gone home those who are not here lord we lift everyone including the children the little ones lord oh god we pray for them and we pray with them and we pray for ourselves lord let your mercies let your love and kindness continue with us show us grace lord and lord may every single day every
every single moment in 2023 be spent in your will. Oh, yeah, doing your purpose for which you saved us. Lord, we say to you alone be the glory and the honor and the praise. We worship you. We thank you. In this year of being thankful, we give you all the praise. Thank you for the first Sunday. Our prayer is that the last Sunday we will also spend in your house. And that many more Sundays and years to come, Lord, we will ever be in your presence. Thank you for your promises, which are here and amen. We thank you and we bless you for the spirit of understanding and for your power to heal, to redeem, and to set free. Thank you for what you've done. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Somebody put your hands together and give the Lord a shout. Please be seated in heavenly places. Amen. So this year is declared by our Father and our Prophet as our year, the year of being hot, thankful. And if you remember, uh, we learned something that I think that we need to stick to it, that there is difference between saying thank you and being thankful. Do you remember? So this year, we are not just going to say thank you, but we are going to be hot, thankful, and we are going to be grateful. Because often we even say thank you when we don't mean it. And we learned that uh, thank you is what? A polite etiquette. Children from good homes, from bad homes are taught from infancy to say thank you. When somebody gives you something, somebody before even they receive, they say thank you. So thank you is a polite etiquette. So if it's not part of you, learn to say thank you. Say thank you. Thank you. Yeah, say to the person sitting by you, thank you for sitting by me. And this is totally different from being grateful. You see, before you say thank you, you have not even seen why you should say thank you. But when you are thankful, you have reasons I could have easily be sitting by somebody with a bad odor. I could have been sitting by, or I could even be alone in this seat. I could easily not have a friend. You begin to have reasons. The reason for which you are saying thank you is what makes you what? Thankful. Hallelujah. So being thankful is a positive spiritual what? Quality. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Oh, wow. Beautiful. Yeah. So, the year of being thankful. Amen. Amen. Okay, so turn your Bibles with me to the book of 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. It's a book. So, we are going to quickly look at um, one or two things, then we'll be out of here. Is that okay? 
All right. Verse number 18, is it there? Okay, so one of the ways that you can also learn scriptures and you wouldn't forget is to uh, sometimes learn scriptures that have the same address. Are you getting it? So the first Thessalonians chapter 5 verse 18 talks about thanksgiving. And you also have Ephesians chapter 5 verse 18. Wow. 18. The, yeah, the same. So the 518, 518 will help you. Okay, if I want something that has to do with thanks, that's where I go. Are you there? Yeah, say thank you. Very good. We are being thankful. Okay, so let's read it together. One go. In everything, give thanks. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Hallelujah. Bible says what? In everything. Tell somebody, in everything. Give thanks. Hallelujah. In everything. And he's not saying to everybody that he should give thanks. This is specific to some people. Can you see that he's speaking to some people? It's not everybody who can say thank you in everything. But he's speaking to specific group of people. And these people are supposed to be in Christ Jesus. Hello? These people must have given their life to Christ. That is only when you can say thank you in everything. Hello? So when you are in Christ Jesus, nothing happens to you by mistake. When you are in, you just, who comes into your house and comes into your room, opens the gate and comes there and do whatever? Do, do you understand? You can, if, let, let, let's say, even if you are in uh, uh, South Africa in a different embassy, nobody comes to the embassy. Once you are in that different embassy, you, nobody comes and takes, even the police cannot come there. It's a, it's a different country. Are you there? That is the physical demarcation that we are talking about. So when you are in America embassy or in any of the embassies for that matter, who is it that can come, even if you've done something wrong, to take you? Are, are you understanding that? It's like you need even permission to come there. So nothing happens to you in that embassy on, unless the ambassador has given the permission. So whatever is happening to you in that embassy, unknown to you, the ambassador knows about it. Yeah, yeah. Wow. wow. Am I talking to anybody? It, you may not like it, but the ambassador has permitted. It's aware. That is why it's not everybody who is supposed to be thankful. And to say thank you. I don't have a problem if you are an unbeliever. Because you are not in Christ. But if you are in Christ. You are born again. You are a new creature. All the old things have passed away. All things have become new. Hallelujah. How can. I mean you just. Which one. Will you want to have all your past sins. 
restored back to how you were so that you will not say thank you. It's like you were in charge of your life. But if you believe that whatever you did in the past is forgiven and you are a new person and all things have passed away and you are in Christ Jesus, then he's telling you that nothing happens to you by chance. That nothing happens to you without his permission. That there is nothing that you are going through that he, you, he is not aware. You think that he is not aware. He is aware. The ambassador is aware. In fact, the room that you have been put there, he gave the keys to the people to open it. There is nothing happening there without his permission. Hallelujah. That is why when you come to John chapter 3, when read from verse number 3 to 7, then you notice. He said, the one who is born again is like a wind. You don't even understand. John chapter 3, can we read it together? One, go, verse 3. Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. So, you see, being born again is a total experience that opens your eyes to see the kingdom. If you are not born again, if you are not born again, it's like the kingdom of God is there. People are getting, people enter, but you cannot even understand what is happening. But when you get born again, then something begins to happen. Verse number four, let's continue. Nicodemus said unto him, how can a man be born when he's old? Can he enter the second time into the mother's womb to be born? Verse 5, quickly. Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. Can you see it? Verse number 6. That which is born of the flesh is flesh. And that which is born of the spirit is spirit. Continue. Marvel not that I say unto thee, ye must be born again. This is where we are going to. This is where I want you to see. He said, marvel not that I say unto you, must be born again. Then he comes to say, he said what? The wind bloweth where it listed. And thou hearest the sound thereof, but canst not tell whence it cometh and whether it goeth. So is everyone that is born of the Spirit. Or so is everyone that is born again. Or so is everyone that is in Christ Jesus. So is everyone who is in Christ. Hallelujah. Nobody understands. You are like the wind. Is it, is it, when you are born again, it's like the wind. That blows, we feel it. We can see that the wind is, but we don't know where it started, where it's coming from, and where it's going. So when you get born again, you are in Christ. Do you, do you understand? It's a mystery. It's a spiritual thing. You, it, that's why you are supposed to connect to God and to the Holy Spirit in order for you to understand even what has happened to you. Yeah. If you are born again and you are going to continue 
with your carnal mind, interpreting what is happening to you, what you are going through. You are going to miss out. You are going to complain. And you are going to destroy your life. Because you don't even understand what is happening. You are going through something that is a spiritual experience. Hallelujah. Are you here? Let's go to our foundation scripture. That is what the Bible says. In 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse number 18. Go there. In what? Everything. Give thanks. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. So when you are in Christ Jesus, hello? Hello? Are you here? When you are in Christ Jesus, there is something called the will of God. It's different from what you would like to do. When you are in Christ Jesus, there's something called God's will for you, which is totally different from what you would like to do. Which will be different from what your mother would like you to do. Which will be different from what your father would like you to do. Are you there? Can I show you? John chapter 1. John chapter 1. Verse number 11, 12, and 13. Look at it. John chapter 1, verse number 11. Let's read it together. One go. Who is he talking about? He came unto his own. And his own received him not. 12. But as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God. Even to them that believe on his name. Who are they talking about? Who? The born again believer. He said, when he came unto his own, his own received him not. But as many as received him, to them, Jesus gave power. To become the sons of God. God gives you power to operate like him, Jesus. He gives you power to multiply your bread. He gives you power to walk on water. To heal the sick. Those who receive him. Do you understand? Those who are born again. I'm talking about a Christian. Why you can be thankful. Why you need to be thankful. That's why if you are not thankful, you are destroying your life. It's like things are happening. You are in, in the ark and you are fighting to come out. You don't know what is happening outside the ark. Whatever is happening inside the ark, be thankful. Even if there is a, a cheetah threatening your life, it's far better in the ark than being in Christ Jesus. Whatever in church, we are stepping on your toes. Thank God. Thank God. Thank God that it is a Christian filled with the Holy Spirit who is rebuking you. Then look at verse number 13. Look at, he's talking about a Christian who is, he said, as many as receive him or believe on his name, they were given power to become what? The sons of God. Look at verse number 13. Which are born not of blood. In other words, it's not according to your being born again. Hello? You being born again 
was not according to blood. Were born not of blood. Are you there? There's nothing has to do with your bloodline. No. Of the will of the flesh. It is not your mother. It is not your father. It is not a human being. It's not somebody who desired, oh, I want some, this person to be born again. No, he said, they were born not of blood. Are you there? Nor of the nor of the will of it means that your mother, no man, not even the pastor. The pastor even don't have a hand in you being born again. You are born again by the pastor. I don't have a hand. You, you being born again was decided by what? Of God. In other words, he's saying that he came unto his own. His own received him not. But as many as received him to them, he gave power to become the son of God. Even as many as what? Believe on his own. Then he said, which, those who believe on, on his, uh, which were born, those who believe, those who are born, they were born not according to the will of the blood, nor according to the will of the flesh, nor according to the will of man, but rather according to the will of God. Hallelujah. It is the will of God that got you born again. It is not any man. Angels were involved. You may think that it was a mistake. If God had not been at work, you would never be born again. That is why when you find yourself in Christ Jesus, you don't know what has gone on for you to be saved. Sometimes somebody can become born again, even for the person to be established. You see, you do, you follow the person up. You visit the person is not minding you. Angels have to intervene. God had to send people. Different things causes people to be established. Hallelujah. Are you here? So we need to understand that you being born again is not according to the will of the blood. It's not according to the will of the flesh. Not according to the will of man. But it is according to the will of God. Hallelujah. God knows. That is why you cannot join the will of God with the will of man. If the will of God is, let's say, a, a, a matter, and the will of man is wood, you cannot join the two. That is why when you are in Christ Jesus and things are happening to you, and you are not spiritual to be thanking God, you are going to complain the rest of your life. Because you want to continue the will of God with the will of man. For you, life should be straightforward, always going up. No. There is nothing like that in Christ Jesus. There is nothing like that in Christ Jesus. If that is what you are looking for, then you are going to complain. And can I tell you what your end will be? God will kill you before your time. Oh, yes. Read the Bible. The Bible says that the Egyptians... When the Israelites came out of Egypt, they murmured, they complained. They had come out and they were now baptized into Moses. But the things that God was taking them through, the wilderness. Bible says he was taking them through the wilderness. He was trying them. He was trying to uh, prove them whether they will obey him. But any trial, they complained and they murmured and God killed one day he killed 23,000 of them. One day he killed because they complained. 
So complaining is very evil. Hallelujah. Maybe unless you don't understand what it means to be born again. I don't know how it will be like. You just think about it. If you're a Christian, then you're a follower of Christ. How can God tell his son who has not sinned to die? Should Jesus not complain? Human beings that he has created was beaten and he did not complain. So why are you complaining? We need to come to maturity so that some of the scriptures will begin to make sense to us. In Philippians chapter 1, verse number 19, what does the Bible say? Philippians 1, 19. Is it this one I'm looking for? Go to the 29 and let me see. Said unto us, we are not given only to believe, but also to suffer. Okay, 29. Can we read it together? One go. For unto you it is given in the behalf of Christ, not only to believe on him, but also to suffer for. Can you believe? Even me, if I send you to do something, and you are going through something, you begin to complain. I say, oh, Charlie, stop. You are suffering on behalf of Christ, and you are complaining. Instead of thanking God. And all those who complain about their member, their sheep, when they also cease being shepherds, you see that they are not happy. You notice that there is even a certain joy that comes through the suffering. You like the problem. The problem has a way of making you, as you follow the people and they are not there, it is even nice. It is even nice. And you join the association of sufferers. Hallelujah. That's what the Bible says. In everything, if you are in Christ Jesus, then there is something called the will of God for your life. If you are born again, are you here? If you are truly born again, I don't mind. If you are not born again, you can still complain. Because the will of God is not manifesting. But if you are in Christ Jesus, then there's something that you, you, you need to do. Bible says, in everything, give thanks. In it, not when you're out of it. Maureen, are you here? In it, when the situation is happening, not when it has passed. Some people are able to thank God for things when the thing has passed. But in it, as you have not eaten, and you don't know how you are going to break your starvation. It's not fasting. You are not uh, fasting. You are starving. And you have one day, one day, a certain brother. He was hungry. So he went to his friend and requested for a glass of water. Thinking that the guy will see the situation. So he brought the first glass of water. The guy, whack it. It's gone. He said, can I have one more? He brought another one. He whacked it. He said, maybe the last one. He whacked the last one. I said, can I have the last one? Four times. They were going to be said, you know what? It's okay. What food can do? Water cannot do. Because he, he was waiting for the guy to see that he needs food. And he was bringing only water, cups of water. So at a point, he said, you know what, it's okay. 
what food can do, water cannot do. And still the guy did not get there. He did not get the meaning of the riddle. He was asking, so should I bring the fourth one? The person said, what food can do, water cannot do. In other words, the water is not doing justice to the situation I am in. Even in that situation, when you don't know where to turn, you are supposed to lift your hands and begin to thank God. Hallelujah. That is one of the painful things that have happened to Christians. Because when you are not able to thank God in everything, the devil take advantage of you. The devil take advantage of you. You see, people who have prayed, who have prayed, like we read in Mark chapter 11, verse number 24, whatsoever ye desire, when ye pray, believe that ye receive, and, and you shall have them. We see, they have prayed for their healing, but they cannot go ahead. If you believe you have received them, they cannot go ahead and thank God. And the devil can let them be there. Because as far as you have not been able to thank God for it, it means you don't believe that you have received it. The only time you see yourself thanking God is when you believe that you have received it. So giving thanks is a must. If you are in Christ Jesus, because what? It is the will of God. It is not how you are thinking. Did you see it? He said, for this is the will of God. The will of God for every believer is to give thanks in everything. In everything, give thanks. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Concerning you in particular. Unless you don't want to do the will of God. Hello? Do you want to do the will of God? Then thank God for the situation. Unless you are not born again. Unless you are not in Christ Jesus. But if you are in Christ Jesus, then it is the will of God for you. Hallelujah. Are you here? I see the will of God being done in your life. Yeah. That is how come, how come Paul, when he is boasting, he will talk about the things that he has been through. When he's boasting, he begins to talk about how he's been beaten, how he's been, the things that he's been through did not make him complain, rather made him who he was. When Jesus manifested to the apostles and Thomas was there, he said, come and put your hand. The things he has been through is what made him who he was. Hallelujah. When he died and he rose again, he was given a name. You need the pain, whatever you are going, give thanks in everything. Tell somebody in everything. everything. Give thanks. It is the will of God. Hallelujah. So quickly, one thing that we are going away with very fast. I'm trying. Okay. So then number three, Lord, the third point that we received, Lord, I am thankful that through, the, through this year, or throughout this year, sorry, 
I shall experience your involvement. Are you there? In my ways, God's involvement in everything I am doing is yielding a better outcome. I thank God that I am becoming more healthy and more wealthy in 2023 because God is arranging and providing for me. Hallelujah. Are you there? Tell tell somebody, I am thankful. Shout it, I am thankful. Can we have it? I am thankful. Throughout this year, I shall experience the involvement of God in all my ways. God is involved in everything I'm doing. And whatever I'm doing is yielding a better outcome. I thank God that I'm becoming more healthy and more wealthy in 2023 because God is arranging and God is providing for me. Amen. Proverbs chapter 3 verse number 6 and 7. Proverbs chapter 3 verse number 6 and 7. Quickly. Are you there? Let's read it. In all thy ways acknowledge him and he shall direct thy paths. Hallelujah. May this year, may you never do things without consulting God. Every step on the way. That is why I'm saying that when we live here, lie down. Lie down and commit 2023 into the hands of God. In all your ways. Hallelujah. Hey, in all your ways. What? Acknowledge him. How will you acknowledge God when you are going to do something bad? I'm told that even I'm robbers, they pray before they go and steal. They do the sign of the cross. The Lord, as I'm going, don't let them catch me. And you, a Christian, and you, a Christian, you are not involving God in your exams. You are not involving God in your work. You are not involving God in the things you are doing. You are missing out. Tell somebody you are missing out. out. Tell the another person, this year, year, you acknowledge the Lord in everything you do. Before you go out, you acknowledge him. And as you are out, you acknowledge him. And when you are returning, you acknowledge him. In all your ways, acknowledge him. Hallelujah. Yeah, even if you are marking, you are an examiner, you are, you are marking. You see, sometimes you can get used to a situation that you think that you don't need God to be involved. You can be a teacher, a lecturer. You have lectured the same course for so long that when you go, you just go and stand there and you begin to rattle. Many people think that the, the only thing, the only time we need to acknowledge God is when you don't know what to do. No. Many people think that if I know what to do, then I need to do it. No. No, at all. At all. At all. If you know how to, that is even when you need to acknowledge the Lord. 
Can I tell you something? Do you know the problem Solomon had? The, sol- the problem Solomon had was to use the wisdom God gave him without consulting God. That, that was the problem of Solomon. Did you know that? Yeah. The problem, the greatest problem, the downfall of Solomon. Who thought that God has given you wisdom? Using the wisdom can be a problem. Even the wisdom God has given you, consult him before you use it. Your beautiful face. Don't be whatever makes you who you are. Thank God and even acknowledge him in using. In using whatever. Don't say that I'm very clever. I can do math. So I'm doing doing engineering. I can do this. Okay, I can read a lot. I'm doing whatever your capabilities are. Even in selecting a course or, I mean, acknowledge God. Hallelujah. Look at David. That's the difference between David and David over and over. He will inquire of the Lord, should I pursue? Will I overcome? Will you deliver them into my hand? David knew he was strong. He had war strategies. He could battle, but every time he will inquire of the Lord. Every time. Tell somebody, in all your ways, acknowledge him. Solomon had wisdom from God. And he used the wisdom. Because in those days, Egypt was like the superpower. The most civilized world at the time. With military and if they come against you, you are dead. So by his wisdom, he felt that if Pharaoh becomes his father-in-law, there wouldn't be war. Which was a wisdom. Which is wisdom? How many think that is wisdom? Yeah. It was wisdom. And that is what he did. When he said, look, if I marry, I don't want to have any problem. Let me marry one of the daughters. Then Pharaoh will be my father-in-law. We won't fight. And that was his wisdom, but he did not ask God. He did not. He wanted, he should have asked God. And that wisdom is what made him die at the end of his life in the house of witches. I'm saying, in all your ways, what? Acknowledge him and he shall direct. It's your wisdom. Yes, it looks like. But you don't know the end from the beginning. You don't know 10 years from now. The girl looks beautiful. The girl is slim. It's looking like a a guitar ship. When he shakes the buttons. When you shake it like this, you can say, hey, what is happening here? It's, I mean, the curve say a lot. When it's coming, shaking, everybody's coming. See that the ground is even rocking. What is happening? You see that the, the person is moving and you are showing the saliva. You don't know how she will be like in her pregnancy. Sometimes, not that she's giving birth with the pregnancy. She becomes like a Papalos. You don't know how she will be. Somebody just give birth once and it becomes like 
like a trunk, a tree trunk. You don't know the end from the beginning. The guy you have fallen in love with, he's very good because he doesn't have money. It's the money he doesn't have. That is why he is so calm. When he gets money, he will add you to his possessions. You'll be there and say that he's a, he's a very humble man. It's humble. Poverty makes people humble. And every poverty induced humility is not better. It's not a humility. You, you, you notice that you will never know the true mind of a poor person. It's poverty induced humility. Yeah, the, the humility is induced. It doesn't have the ability to buy. The purchasing power is less than one. That is why he even listens to you. Because at the end of the day, you are the one who is going to, even you go for it, you pay for the restaurant. Yeah. Tell somebody in all your ways. You know, it is when you have fallen in love that you think that if God says no, there will be a problem. If God should say no, there will be a problem. That is when you need to throw your hands and say, Lord, Lord, should I go ahead? You, you notice that you have fallen in love. And I have seen many Christians fill the test over and over. Yeah. They fill the test over. It's like they cannot pray about this. What about if God says no? What about if God says no? What, what, what will I do? I'm not even ready for that no. So let me not just even pray about it. But if you look at what we are saying, that they say you are going to be healthier, wealthy, because God is going to arrange. You took a decision without consulting God. Now you are having a problem, you are blaming God. Why are you blaming God? And sometimes that is what we do. You know that, look, this thing, uh, I need to ask God, but you, you just tell us, I won't ask, just in case he says no. And you see them in the course of life, in the changing phases of life, you see people struggling. And if they will be honest, they will, they will have to say that, don't blame God. I did not pray about it. Or I was advised. I did not take it. Yeah. Whatever is happening, it's my fault. I did not consult God. Like somebody said, as for marriage and prayer, you will pray. Mm. It's either you pray before you marry or after. You spend the rest of the, your life praying. In all thy ways, what? Acknowledge him and he shall direct. May God direct your path. May every path be directed by God. There is a way that seemeth right, but the end is the way of death. Hallelujah. You know, as a sheep, do you know that Bible referred to us as a sheep? And Jesus came as the good shepherd. 
As a sheep, when you see a collected water, you wouldn't have the ability to know the source of it. Sometimes the water is coming from somebody's toilet. See, but how you want to drink the water, you don't even know where the water is coming from. But a shepherd has the ability to trace the source of this water. All you can see is still water. It's not boisterous. It's not foaming. It's not waves. It's still. So your scripture is that it shall lead me by still water. The water is still. That is why you want to. So I passed about the water is still. So sometimes the person can buy is a Christian. He's a Christian. She's a Christian. It's a still water. But you don't know the source. You don't know the source. It takes a shepherd to trace the water. Okay, this water. Then he maneuvers and you see that, hey, it's coming from a gacha. It's coming from somebody's drainage. It's coming from somebody's broken system. What you want to drink is contaminated after drinking. I have seen people who have been led astray by their spouse. Godly men and godly women. They just got married to somebody even in church. But in the path of life, one takes the other. Yeah. To the extent that one lady, one lady, the husband, who they were all in church on her, was it the 40th or the 50th birthday? The husband actually bought cocaine for her. They were in church. They were in church. They, they, he took her out of church. And on her special birthday, he gave her cocaine. That was the birthday gift. This thing came to light because they were going on jail and the husband was supposed to be life imprisonment. Why? They gave birth to a, 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 a deformed baby. And the husband showed the lady how to kill the baby. Yeah. And she also did it. Yeah. Said, uh, they, they, they. she is suffering. Handicapped. Meanwhile, they were in church. And gradually, one thing after the other, the guy led, led her on to parties, to friends, before we could say Jack Rome, they were out of church. They were out of church. But when you look into it, these are the things that sometimes you even have the inner witness. There's still small voice telling you, don't go ahead. Don't go ahead. But it's like, hey, Lord, marriage now or I die. <laughs> if you don't give me, you have lost me. Lord, I give you this year. You need to force and do something. If not, I'm out forever. But the Bible says, in all your ways, what? Am I talking to you? Or the person I'm talking to is not here? I'm saying that, I'm saying that, acknowledge, even when you know what to do. Look, when I got to know that the use of, God showed me, 
I was reading, they said, I will show you something. Do you know the problem of Solomon? I said, no. He said, he used what I gave him without consulting me. God never gives you anything to make you independent. God always wants you to be dependent on him. That's why when Satan comes in all the forms and disguises, the number one thing he would like you to do is to make you independent. And that is what happened in the garden. He came to Adam and Eve. He said, you can be like God. You cannot always be there waiting for God to tell you what to do. You just need to eat this tree and you'll be independent of God. You will know good and you will know evil and you will choose what to do. But you see, he did, he did not tell them that you can never do the good. If you know good, can you believe that we could have actually been in this world that all you ever know was only good? That means that there wouldn't be a headache. There wouldn't be depression. There wouldn't be sadness because you only will know good. And them and if only knew good. They only knew good and what God has said. There was no good. But Satan said that it, you know good and how many sometimes you know that something that you are doing is no good, but you are not able to stop? Hello? Are you here? Or maybe they are here. How many you are there? You know that tomorrow you are going to do something which is no good. And you said that I'm going to do it anyway. It's like, you see, the devil did not tell Adam and Eve that when you know good and you know evil, you will never be able to do the good. That's what Paul cried. He said, hey, the good I want to do, I cannot. But the evil I don't want to do is what I find myself doing. Oh. Can we read verse number seven? In all your ways, acknowledge him and he shall direct your path. Seven. What? Be not wise in thy own eyes. Fear the Lord and depart from some, some of us, we trust our wisdom. You believe that you are wise. You believe that you are wise. It's the, even it's a source of looking down on people. Look at your small head. You, you can think that you, you are cleverer than people. You, can, you despise people. And I don't even know the source of this pride. Because nothing has come out of your thinking. This is your wisdom. What has come? Your dressing is not nice. You are, you are still not driving. Yet, you will drive soon anyway. Your wisdom has not given you a wife or a husband. You are not a manager. We don't have the money. We don't know the source of this pride. And you believe that you are wise. What has your wisdom produced? What has your wisdom produced? And you look down upon people. Oh, you don't, you don't know. You say, yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't. <laughs> we are doing something. <laughs> we are doing what? <laughs> just humble yourself and acknowledge. Like, you know, there is something about just lying down and praying. The prayer, I like praying the Lord. I have eyes, but I cannot see. I have ears, but I cannot hear. Please help me. I don't know what is even happening around me. As I go out, direct my path. As I go, deliver me from evil. 
I don't know what is going to happen. Do you know what will happen in the next five minutes? I don't know. I don't know. That is why it is the most foolish thing to do, going to sleep with a plan of doing evil the next day, when you don't know whether you will wake up. That's why any time they wake you, the first thing you want to find, where am I? Am I here? Yeah, they... They wake you up and you look, hey, am, am I dead or what? What is happening? Are you here? In all your ways, acknowledge him. This year, you acknowledge God. You know, let God. You see, that is, I'm telling this is the secret. This is the secret. Acknowledging God will cause you to hear the voice of the Holy Spirit. You will fellowship. Lord, should I go ahead? Will you want me to do this? Hey, Lord, I have not hearing anything. You just pray about it. Pray about this. Lord, I don't know what to do. If you don't speak, then this is what I'm doing. Unless you say something, I'm, I'm going, you know. Hey, Lord, you are watching me to make this mistake a- again. You pray about it. The Lord, me, I don't know what to do. That's why I'm talking to you. So if you don't help me, then, hey, it. it's going to be. Lord, if you don't say anything, me, I'm choosing this uh, uh, copper-colored girl. The yellow bone, I'm affected when I see her. Hey. Even the hair, I know it's not hers, but it's affecting me. It's a borrowed hair, but it's affecting me. Hey! What a shock. Tell God, tell God, pray to him. Say, look, this is what I'm, I'm going to do. And see how he will lead you each step on the way. In all your ways, what? Acknowledge him, and he shall direct your path. There is nothing, you know, listen to me. Even as evil that we are, the Bible says, ye being evil, know how to give good gifts unto your children. No, if, if you are leaning, try and lean on me. Yeah. Well, as I know that he's leaning on me. Do you understand? As evil as I, I cannot just move for him to fall. Yeah. C- can you see? Yeah. So when you lean on God, I said, as evil as I am, I'm not ready to let this guy fall. Should I? You see, he wants to stabilize himself. I'm not ready to let him fall. What about if you, you lean on God? Wow. If you trust in God. What about if you lean on God? That is why I said, lean not on your own understanding. Somebody, I mean, you are leaning. On your you fall, you fall. See, when you are leaning, it means you are inclined, it, it, you are slant, and you are not any having any solid thing. You are leaning on your own, your understanding is in your head, and you are leaning on hey, you will hurt yourself. Lean not on your own understanding in all your ways, acknowledging. Hallelujah. Amen. Tell the Lord, the Lord, you know what I've missed? I don't know how to bring up my children. I have seen people's children becoming monsters, doing this. The Lord, if you don't intervene, me, I don't know. The way I was brought up, that, that is how I don't even know what I'm going to do. Please step in and do something for me. You don't do that and be there and think that giving your children money and taking them uh, uh, to canal walk 
and letting them take pictures with Santa Claus who give them, you will be surprised. In all your ways, what? Acknowledge him. Acknowledge him in the bringing up of your children. Let them have their quiet time in the morning. The first thing to do, what? Acknowledge. Don't let anybody say that you are doing too much. Hallelujah. And as you do that, then number three, 2023, God will make you healthy, will make you wealthy, because he will arrange and provide for everything that you need. Hallelujah. I don't have much, but just like any mother or any father who doesn't also have much, when he sees a son or a daughter who depends on her or on him, who leans on him for everything, the, the mothers become like magicians. They, yeah. will pro- they, will, they will find a way. Some of us, you don't even know how your mother provided for you. Mm. Yeah. That, that is how God will be in 2023. Amen. He will provide every step on the way. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. He will provide health. He will provide accommodation. Amen. He will provide finances. Amen. He will provide security. Amen. He will provide shelter. Amen. He will provide whatever. Whatever, whatever he will provide. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Are you here? Amen. In all your ways, acknowledge him. Yes. In all your ways, acknowledge him. Hallelujah. Amen. May the Lord bless you Amen. as you acknowledge him. I don't want, you know, I, I feel in my heart that 2023, don't step out of your house without committing yourself to God. When you wake up in the morning, say, Lord, thank you for another blessed day. I commit the day unto your hands. My going out, my coming in. Lord, deliver me from evil. Lead me not into temptation. I don't know what today brings. But Lord, take me through the day. Let everything that I acknowledge you in my work, in my school, in my relationship, acknowledge the Lord and see how he will direct your path. In all your ways, what? Acknowledge him. And he shall direct Stand to your feet. Father, we thank you. We bless you. We give you glory. You are a good God. Somebody lift your voice and begin to thank God. Acknowledge him. Commit 2023 into his hand. Say, Lord, thank you. Thank you for 2023. I am grateful. I am thankful. Oh, yes, for your goodness. I acknowledge you, Lord. Oh, yes. Even the things I know to do. Now, I come to acknowledge you. Oh, yes. My schoolwork, my marriage, my children, my home. Oh, yes. My relationship, my accommodation, my employment. Whatever it is, Lord, I commit it unto your hands. Oh, yes, Lord. We thank you. We bless you. We give you glory. We give you honor in the name of Jesus. Oh, yes. Let your will be done. Your will, Lord. In all our ways, we acknowledge you. In everything that I will be able to say, thank you. Oh, yes. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Now, with our eyes closed, if you are here, maybe somebody invited you or you came on your own. This is first, and it's the first Sunday of 2023. You want to say, Pastor, pray with me and pray for me. I want to give my life to Jesus. That is how we end up in heaven. If this is what you are saying, close your eyes wherever you are 
and lift only your right hand up high above your head and I'll pray with you. I want to give your life to Jesus. God bless you. I'm waiting. Lift your hand. Stand wherever you are and lift only your right hand and I'll pray with you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Keep it lifted. Keep it lifted high above your head. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Bible says, I'm knocking at the door if you open. Open your heart to Jesus this afternoon. Father, I pray for everyone that has lifted their hand. Let the grace of God that brings salvation be our portion. May we, oh yes, avoid hell and Lord see your glory in heaven. I thank you for everyone here and those who have lifted their hands in the mighty name of Jesus. Please, you've lifted your hand. I need you to do one last thing. Move and come to me, my sister. Please come, my brother. God bless you. Come. Come to me. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you, my brother. God bless you. God bless you, my sister. Your life will never be the same. I don't know what brings tears to your eyes, but your life will never be the same. God will take over. He will be your father. He will be your Lord. He will be your God. Your life will never be the same again. It's the first day in 2023. There is no better day to do this than to do. Your life, the rest of your life, God will take over. And you will see wonderful things. Whatever has not worked will work. Whatever the enemy has tried to do against you, it will end today. In the name of Jesus. Lift your hand and say this prayer with me. Say with me, Lord Jesus, this afternoon, I come to you just as I am. Please forgive me and wash me with your blood. I am sorry of all my mistakes. I am sorry of all my sins. I repent. Please wash me and cleanse me with your blood. From today, I believe in you. Jesus, you are the son of God. You died for me and you rose again. I receive you into my heart as the savior, the Lord, and the master over my soul. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. Please write my name in the book of life. From today, I belong to you. I am yours. I will follow you, Jesus, all the days of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. Father, I thank you for the life of your dear son and your daughter. I pray with them and I pray for them. That the grace of God that brings salvation will be their portion. Let them know you. Let them love you. Let them walk with you until the very end. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. We hope you've been blessed by the word of God. Please worship with us every Sunday at 10 a.m. at LCI Megachurch, Lewisham Way, 79 Parklands Main Road, Cape Town, South Africa. You must do.